and we are back and we are the run duo i am tommy mitchell hey what's up guys and i am india cook yes how you doing today india i'm good it's cold here but i'm Man, good i'm yeah, good i'm if, good if you in the atl it, it it's a little chilly but you know what Andy? we gotta kind of take that and say yeah it's cold in atlanta but the rest of the country it's cold. I mean, right. cold, it's cold, cold, cold. I was going to say we need to put a little disclaimer out yeah, there. Exactly. Clearly, we know that Atlanta, like telling people that is we're in the 20s, is, they're like, what? We over here in the negatives. Come on now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I watched the uh, the news and saw the weather and I was like, wow, it, it's, yeah. it's straight. Um, ice age, uh, snow. This morning kind of when we woke up to take Coco outside, it was one of those things where it was like, it's twenties. We were like, oh no, <laughs> you know, because you know, I think for us here in Atlanta, twenties happen, but it's not when it's when you waking up and about to do stuff. Like usually, it happens throughout the night, and then yeah. it picks up to at least thirty, thirty-five, and that's what we're used to, like the lows being in the thirties. Yeah. But listen, when Atlanta dropped to the twenties today, we're like, Lord have mercy, but. Bless everyone else that is going through either a winter storm, whatever it is. I know my parents are in Dallas and they're struggling right now with no, no electricity, but they're trying to stay warm. So yeah, I can't even imagine no electricity and it's cold. That's yes. just, yeah, that's, that's rough. That's real. Yes. Rough. So yeah, prayers yeah. to them. Um, yeah. Other things going on. I hope everybody had a great Valentine's day. If you didn't it's Valentine's day, get over it. You just had Christmas. <laughs> I mean, it's another day. <laughs> exactly. I mean, of course, you know, I do all the requisite things, the flowers, the cars, the candy. Yes. Look, I, I get my Valentine's Day kit together. Here you go. <laughs> you know, and, you know, with it being the way it is with the pandemic, I, you know, I cook dinner. I didn't have to. We didn't have to go anywhere. Um, right. it, you know, with Trey, we really don't go anywhere anyway, but still. Um, so, I, you know, it was, it was a good Valentine's day. How was yours, India? It was Y'all celebrated or, you know, something. Yeah, know something yeah, yeah. So okay. we celebrate. Um, so we just, like you just did stuff at home. Mm -hmm. So we cooked together and, you know, of course the, got the flowers, the roses, all that good mm -hmm. stuff. And we yeah. exchanged gifts cause I did mm -hmm. get him gifts as well. So we exchanged gifts and, um, did our little thing. So just really good quality time. Um, we did attempt, y'all gonna laugh at this. We did attempt to, well, I thought it was gonna be cute to try to make our own chocolate covered strawberries. How'd it go? No, it was an epic fail. <laughs> epic <laughs> fail. Listen, if I could post pictures of what, so what I did like the little candy melts or whatever, tried to uh -huh. melt those. And then like, it was an epic fail y'all. And Braxton was like, I'm not eating that. <laughs> <laughs> No, exactly. but it was a really good day. So we do and yeah. um we do celebrate Valentine's Day, but we don't I mean we don't go out out. You know, the whole thing of I get I get why people say, hey, Valentine's Day, you should be showing love all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I get that. Yes, mm -hmm. it should be. It's a commercial holiday. But it's also a day to, you know, to give a little extra love into the people around you. And it's not just for romantic relationships. I think that's what people get caught up in as well, is that it could be for friends or family or Galentine's for your homegirls or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It's not just for that or even self-love for you. So it's just an extra day, uh, not an extra day, but it's a day to give yourself a little extra loving. So yeah. I gave up good. on the uh, on the fight of it's a commercial. Not with Heather. I mean, I've never done that with Heather. Heather's always got felt. But like earlier in my life, yeah, I used to I used to fight that fight. It's it's yeah. commercial. It's commercial. Yeah, I shouldn't have to buy you nothing. I'm good to you every day. They trying yeah. to make us buy stuff, dude. Dude, it's hey like, guys, if you still fighting that fight, let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> just go, dude. Just go to go to the go to the grocery store, grab some flowers, get a card, candy. Yes. Bam, you done. 
Right. So, it's, yeah, stop that yeah. fight. Stop that fight, yeah. Stop that I fight. mean, <laughs> y'all can be creative with the gifts. Well, yeah, whatever, you, you know. Creative, yeah. Whatever floats your boat. And whatever your partner likes. So at the end of the day, some people, I mean, I do enjoy flowers. Those aren't, they, those don't come all the time, but I'm looking over here to the left because my flowers is over here. But yeah, like flowers, whatever it is. Yes, so. indeed. So and yeah, just get creative too. You know, it doesn't always have to cost a bunch of money, but I hope it everybody doesn't. enjoyed, you know, enjoyed their Valentine's Day. I know I enjoyed Super Bowl Sunday. I don't know how y'all felt about Super Bowl Sunday. Really? But oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It was like one of the greatest days ever. I enjoyed that game so, so much. And y'all out there who like, oh, Tom Brady. I'm not a big Tom Brady friend at all, but mm-hmm. you know, hey, he, he my quarterback now, so I got to take him. So Tampa Bay Buccaneers, world champs. I know a lot of people lost a lot of money betting on the Chiefs. Now, don't, don't bet against the Bucs. We two and oh in Super Bowl. Don't bet on us. Don't don't bet against us. Don't bet against us. I can Okay, that's my that's my speech go, for the Bucks. I'm not even gonna banter back and forth with you on that. Cause listen, it is what it is. Seemed like it was an interesting game. <laughs> it was a great game. I've watched it three times since then. It's a beautiful three times? Dude, you don't understand. I've been a Buccaneer fan since nineteen seventy-six. Nineteen seventy-six. I've been with them for a long time, so you have hey. been. At least you've been. You're not a bandwagoner. No, I ain't even close to bandwagon, baby. I've been through all the losses. But anyway, um, we'll get on with the show. I just had to shout out my Buccaneers real quick. We'll get yes. on with the show. Um, you yes. know what was funny though? A lot of people. Did you see the? There was a meme going out, and it listed all of Tom Brady's uh, accolades, but at the bottom yes, said, and then it not was like, one but he's marathon. not a marathoner. <laughs> But he's not a marathoner, something he has not done. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I was like, yeah, that's cool. I like that. That was good. I like that. Yes, oh, very, very goodness. funny. It's it's one of those things where it's like, listen, when you can be a part of the 1% and be a marathoner, it's one of those things <laughs> that can't be taken away from you. So Cannot be taken away from you. I ain't going to lie, though. I'm thinking about time, trying some of that TB12 because that dude is, well, he's younger than me, but he looks like he's like 20-something years old. I mean, so I'm going to have to hit up some of his uh, health health stuff. Anyway, getting back to running, getting back to running. Um, I, I hear you got some news for us on the Publix uh, mar- half. Well, I'm running the half marathon, but there's going to be a Publix marathon as well coming up that I've been training for. Um, you got some news for us on the course. Yeah. So the, the Publix half 5K um, half marathon and marathon is the weekend of February 28th. So the actual 5K is going to take place on the 27th and the full and the half is taking place on the 28th. So they just, they meaning Atlanta Track Club just released a video. Our good friend Jay Holder actually took um, took time on the course, actually ran the 13.1 miles on the actual course so you can see what it looks like. So majority of the course is actually on some of uh, many of the side streets that are uh, around the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Um, so we, we will basically run uh, about nine, a little bit over nine miles on the outskirts of the, of the area of the, of the speedway. So I know a lot of people assume that it was on the track and you're just looping the track for all of your miles, but that's mm-hmm. not necessarily the case. Now, mm-hmm. another thing that they talked about is that the course is a lot flatter than what it is in previous years. So I will tell people, if you are used to running the half marathon or the full in Atlanta for the Publix, 
it is going to be a lot flatter than that, but it is not a pancake flat course. Mm. So he definitely, Jay did mention that there are rolling hills and there is one, what he called monster of a hill, of a hill, but it's a short monster of a hill. Um, so I think that if you are used to running the course, you will be a very appreciative of this course. <laughs> However, I don't want you all to go out there and feel like you're not going to tackle any hills on the day of the race. Yes, yes. I'm glad you told me that because I really thought we were going to be like maybe on, I guess the little side part of the track, but that, I mean, it makes sense because it makes it more interesting than just running around a loop, you know, yeah, ever, how so many it, times. Mm -hmm. And so it looked like when you actually get on the, um, on the course, you're going to be doing a side streets and then the last a little bit over 5k or so will be actually on the course um and they do explain because a lot of i guess they've been receiving a lot of questions about if the course has like the little embankment or like mm -hmm. kind of the the slant and they said it does as long as you stay in the inner lanes you won't feel you know much of that transition um but you will finish on the actual um course uh, on the actual uh track. Motor Speedway track so you okay will finish on that so yeah, yes. I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to try to stay out there the night before. I, I, my time isn't until like 930, so I probably okay. just go out there that yeah, day. Yeah, I'm probably just going to drive down if I decide to run. I have not made a full decision on if I'm going to run yet. I mean, honestly, my, my training has been really spotty from when I was sick and just being very, very busy. Um, and so I'm just trying to decide on how I want to tackle that. I'll, I'll make a decision by this weekend on what I'm going to do. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think I'm just going to drive down if I do decide to do it the morning of. It's a little bit of a drive, but I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. If I was doing I, the 5K, because a lot of people can do the five, you can do the 5K in conjunction the, with yeah. the half marathon or the 5K in conjunction with the full. If I was doing that, I would definitely stay tonight. Yeah. You know, um, if it if it was normal times and we were running the regular course, I probably would do the 5K the day before. And then, you know, if, like we were, if we were down at Centennial Park, that kind of area, I probably would. Yeah. But, you know, and then also I wasn't sure what... Uh, Miss uh, Heather Brown is going to do. Um, right, so definitely. she's trying to not going to run. And there is still time for you all to sign up if you are in half marathon shape, full marathon shape, or I always say full. If you are in marathon shape or half marathon shape or even 5K, uh, there is time for you to still still sign up. So definitely check out um, Atlanta Track Club's website for that. Now there's another, um, well, A World Major um, that is uh, – is doing a virtual now they're they've so london has said they're going to run in person but mm -hmm. i guess they had such a a great response to doing a virtual last year that they're mm -hmm. doing a virtual again i think they said they're gonna have a hundred thousand people i got an email today it's going to be about 52 dollars american dollars to sign mm -hmm. up for the virtual um it's a marathon they don't have a half or anything it's just a marathon Right. Um, that you would be signing up for, but to do it virtually. And it's, and you know, it's kind of cool. They're giving you 24 hours to complete the 26 miles. So I guess you could go out, run seven, go home, chill, oh, go back out, run. Do the game then. <laughs> so they, they're giving you 24 hours. And so you can to submit the, the time in chunks? Well, I don't know if you can, I think you still got to submit it um, all at one time, but I, okay. they're just saying that you have 24 hours completed but just go out to their website like i said i got an email today about it so i was kind of reading through it right before we uh got together today um i was thinking about doing it but i don't know a marathon that's real interesting i i honestly don't want to do any world majors virtually like i want to be in the place i'll take besides my little 5k boston that's that's different that's different that's <laughs> different but the others i would prefer to be in place i mean i get it i think if 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 
world majors continue to be this way, then maybe I'll change my mind, but I'm hoping within the next year or so we'll, we'll, we'll be up and running again. I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so. While we talk about world majors, and actually I didn't talk about this in our little pre-meeting, um, I just want to say congratulations to Ted Metellus, named race director of the uh, New York City Marathon, first black race director of any, any world. Abbott World Major Marathon race. So congratulations, hey. sir. Hey, if anybody knows him, I sent a I sent an email to um, the New York Roadrunners, and they told me that Ted's getting into his his he's he's he's, he's getting into his new um, position and to check back again later in the year. But if anybody knows him, tell him to run duo trying to holler at him. We want to talk to you, man. I really want to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, I think I have Black History Instagram. Month. I'm going to try to yeah. hit him up on Instagram. I think yeah, I have somebody. Instagram. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on, I, I, you just don't do this, but I really would love to talk with him. Um, yes. And I'm, I'm very happy for him. Um, I'm very happy uh, New York Roadrunners, I know. And now I'm not from the New York area, so I don't know exactly what was going on with the New York Roadrunners. I know there was a whole bunch of stuff going on at one time. Um, one outlet was saying, well, this was, they figured this would happen because of what was going on with the New York Roadrunners. Whatever, whatever. I don't care how he got it. It sounds like he deserves it. It sounds like he's been with the organization for quite a long time, doing many different jobs. So it sounds like he deserved it no matter what color he was. Yeah, definitely, of course. And of course, it is an extra big shout out because he is an African-American individual. But yeah, New York Roadrunners had some, sounds like some inequality things going on, which is very unfortunate because they're very, uh, well known for doing a lot of different things in the community, but I think it's one of those things where it's behind this behind the scenes and how organizations are run is what's important um, mm -hmm. and what, what we really need to look at. So yes, congratulations, Ted. Big, mm -hmm. big congratulations, Ted. You are the new director of the NCS New York City Marathon. So that is Roadrunners awesome. Yes, yes, indeed. Very, very awesome. So another good thing that has come out, and I am super excited for this. So USA Track and Field Foundation, USATF, has started a maternity grant program. And guess who is the first person to receive the elite grant? Mama. I'm going to start calling Yes, Alephine Tuliamuk. Of course, we absolutely love her. We have had her here on the show. Super excited for Alephine. So this grant is to support women in sports and track and field and running that are pregnant or recovering, which means pregnant, going through pregnancy or postpartum, um, and is to help to assist the elite during pregnancy or afterwards in a financial way. So Alephine, of course, just had her baby Zoe um, a couple months ago, and they are doing well. She has really been posting on social media about her, how she's getting back into working out, going to the gym as she needs to. Um, but the fact that USATF has started this maternity grant program, I think it's just amazing and gives an extra boost to women in the sport of running. Um, I know that we have Tommy talks in the past about how there's a lot of organizations and companies that were not previously as supportive for women that are elite and professional as supportive with them when they become when they are expecting or wanting to start a family. Um, exactly. A lot of times either their fund their their contracts are cut, their finances are cut in half or whatever it is, or they're just, you know, they're they're being told that they have to come back and 
amazing shape within a couple months, which is not realistic. So I think that this is a forward progression um, in the sport of running and congratulations to Alphine and thank you so very much to USATF Foundation for starting this maternity grant. Yeah, I saw that and I read it. I was like, I'm, number one, I was happy for Alphine because I know, you know, regardless if you're a professional runner, if you feel like she's a celebrity, whatever, hey, she, she uh, in one of her posts, I saw she was saying, hey, this will definitely help with babysitting, you know, things like that, so that she can get back to where she wants to be for the Olympics that is, that's coming up. So uh, mm -hmm. uh, applaud, applaud them for getting that together and I applaud them for giving it to her. Definitely, definitely. I think it's a great, great thing out the gate. And I mean, I think, I think we as casual runners, feel like the elite and the pro runners make so much money and they really, they don't make a lot of money as, unless you're, let me say this, money is relative to some people in the amount, right? So mm -hmm. somebody could say they make, they made $20,000 from a race and it's like, okay, well, how far can $20,000 go depending upon your lifestyle, right? And if you're not winning $20,000 what four races a year are you know like are you able to really cover expenses so i think that we have to really think about that so any help any assistance regardless of what area you're in is amazing and needed and i think it's a good recognition that is long overdue and i'm really happy for him yes most definitely yes yes most definitely yes, yes. so of course you know we we just mentioned um some transitions in the world in regards to pregnancy, you know, pregnancy and maternity. Um, in regards to that, we mentioned how there has been some transitions in regards to obviously uh, an African-American man now being a big, big shot over at New York Road Runners. And I, I think that for us, there are so many things that have happened over the last year that has transitioned in a positive way, whether that be on the pavement or off the pavement. And we just have to really appreciate that. Um, but over the last couple of weeks, I have really been seeing some not so good things happening in the Asian American or Pacific Islander culture of the world or um, view of the world. And it is obviously we know that COVID-19 has been going on and has been going on. Basically, we're about to hit a year of COVID-19 happening in the States. And we know that some people have mentioned or feel as if they have titled this COVID-19 as it being an issue that came from Asian America or in different places of the world. And unfortunately, hate crime has completely increased over the last year um, in regards towards Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. And for me, it's, it's more so something that we have to really take a stance on and really look at because I know that since George Floyd, since Ahmaud Arbery, there's been a lot of focus on African-Americans or Black people in our country. But we can't forget there are other other races that also get discriminated against. Um, and xenoph xenophobia is is big, like being race, being disliked and prejudiced due to whatever race that you, race or culture that you have for different countries. And we just have to really step back and really understand that people are people just because they, they can be Asian American. That doesn't mean that they were over in that country and brought 
COVID over here, whatever the situation is. Um, so I just, I just wanted to bring that to light and just briefly discuss that, you know, we need to really stop the hate crimes and stop the murdering and stop those things of anybody that any individual as a whole, but we cannot, we need to shine light to on the Asian American and Pacific Islander community. Well, most definitely. Um, I mean, we talk about representation, and everything on the show quite a bit. And I mean, it's all across the board. I think that's, uh, Indy, you're good about saying that diversity means everybody, not mm -hmm. just one, you know, not just African-Americans, not just, you know, Latin Americans, not just, you know, so um, that includes all races. And mm -hmm. honestly, and I mean, of course, you know, I mean, no, I'm not scared to say my views. Um, because we have a new president doesn't mean everything's just going to be hunky door and everything's great again. Mm -hmm. But the way people lead and the tone that people lead, mm -hmm. I think does make a difference. I think, um, you know, even even though just because we have Biden as a president now and he, he seems to be more inclusive, um, wants to be more diverse. Um, he wants, you know, his tone as far as how he speaks about other races and cultures is definitely a lot better than the dude that, j that just left. But on a personal level, we're not saying you got to sit and, um, you know, befriend people of other, you know, if, if that's not your thing, if you don't, if somebody of another race, y'all don't have anything in common, that's fine. But don't sit and let your friends talk about them like they're crazy or right. let your friends do things just because it's somebody that you don't deal with on a constant basis. And I think if, if, if people did that, if people spoke up when hate is starting to show its head in certain places, that would make a difference. Yeah, you know, and it, I, I, yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think that that's where the transitions of hate speak, hate talk, hate ac actions has to stop. Like, and I feel like if we were to hold our friends and our loved ones, people that are close to us, if we were to hold them accountable more and stand up for for everyone, I think that it would be a better place because the more it's, it's that one comment that takes place at the dinner table that is laughed about that makes people feel like it's okay to continue to be and continue to do negative things. And I understand people feel uncomfortable. So sometimes comments are said and people laugh because they feel uncomfortable and they don't know how to address people. Or they may say, I don't, they don't feel comfortable addressing them because the person that said it may get onto them about it. But at the end of the day, when is the cycle gonna stop? Um, and I think it definitely takes a strong person to be able to stand up to people, but I think we have to do it. And I think more so recently when I've really been seeing a lot of these hate crimes towards Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders, I think about last year when everybody was, and for some people still are, Black Lives Matter, this, this, that, and the other. Like, at what point do we also say Asian or Pacific Lives Matter? Like, every, like, of course, we know the whole thing, all lives matter, et cetera, but we should not single them out. And when we talk about diversity, when we talk about representation, when we talk about inclusion, when we talk about, like, ensuring that we are including everybody in this whole thing, we, we can't exclude certain groups out. And I just feel like we need to provide the same energy to them as well um, and shine a light on it. And I think it's something that is not talked about a lot um, because the, the Asian American population or Pacific Islander population is seen as 
a lot of times, especially in the state, as a little bit superior. They have. They have these funds and they come over here, they do these things, they start these businesses. And so they're seen <laughs> as different, but more so recently with COVID, it's like, it's it's a total shift. Um, and a lot of the times the news and things of that nature are not highlighting these unfortunate situations that are happening. True, true. I definitely agree with you there. Yes. So let's do better, people. Stop always got to do better stuff. Do better. Huh? Yeah. I always got to do better. I mean, yes. you know, I, you know, people do things behind closed doors in today's world ain't a whole lot of closed doors anymore. People, we are right. exactly. your, your little oh, hate oh. stuff. is starting. Yeah. It's they starting to catch on and you know, you're going to be exposed. So, you know, get, get your act together. Um, yes. you know, what has been crazy though about the whole pandemic year. There's been a lot of world's raw records broken, oh, not, my in, goodness, not yes. in, you know, marathons, but like in the shorter distances, there's been a lot of world records broken. Um, there was one broken on Valentine's Day. Um, Kenyan runner Patrice Chipkochi uh, breaks the 5K world record in, in Morocco. She ran 14.43, averaging 4.44 a mile. Nice. Girl. Can you Girl. <laughs> No. No, me neither. <laughs> me neither. Oh, my gosh. But... She did it Sunday, February 14th. Um, her time bested previous record of 1448. So, I mean, yeah. I just I just think that that's beyond amazing to be able to run that distance at that pace. And I just think that it's, 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 it is amazing the amount of world records that have been broken over this year. Now, do you think it's because we're seeing more of it because some of the the light of other distances ha are not overshadowing it or do you feel like people are putting in the work due to the pan pan due to the pandemic and we're seeing more of the world workers broken what's your thoughts on that i'm wondering if they're being able to specialize more okay. on these shorter distances because you're not getting the big races you're not you know they go where you know i mean we talked about it professional runners go where the money is um mm -hmm. we've talked to a few professional runners you know interviewing and they basically, yeah, I go, you know, if they pay and I'm going, you know, that's what it is. <laughs> so I'm thinking they're specializing in where the money is. So if the money's in the 5K and the 10K, that's what they're running. You know, yeah. they, they're, they're trying to run world records because, you know, hey, I can get a, a, a race set up because I can attempt to do a world record. So I think that has right. a lot to do with it because they're not able to go and run just big meets, big races, because right. they're just not going on because of COVID. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, that the majority of the races and events that are taking place are taking place at your track and field meets, things that they can are more, um, can be more controlled um, and that usually have less participation in them. So those are the races that are taking place and, you know, people are doing it. I think there also is a, I know you and I talk a lot about the, about distance running because that's our thing is distance running. Mm -hmm. Um and but I think that there's a lot more light being shown on um, on shorter distances right now because that is definitely what's taking place. But I'm I like it. Like I I'm a person that started track and bill in high school, but I just never latched on to the full after adulthood life of track and field. I I really enjoy watching it. But some of these races that are popping up, I'm like, oh, I missed this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, I missed that. Yeah. When was that on? Right. So yeah, it's it's definitely been a year of of because I think um the five k the one the fourteen forty eight was set by Carolyn Kipkaru. I think she did that in twenty twenty, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's 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 amazing about the. You know what I've also seen 
um, because it's indoor track and field season for colleges, yeah. I've seen a lot of records, now college records, not world records, but I've seen a lot of college records broken for indoor track and field this year as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, these guys out there running. Yeah, and I think, you know, we can't underestimate the the portion of distractions being less. Like when the world was open, we were hanging out. Let's go hang out with some friends. Let's go do this. So the distractions of the outside world, I think, are less. And so it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, the distraction of the outside world is less. So like, I think people have the time to focus a little bit more on themselves and like crushing out on their fitness goals because they're not having to juggle being an athlete, being whatever, being whatever, and being at all of these different places because they're not happening. So it's working in all the athletes' benefit. Exactly, exactly. Hey, didn't you run the Hearts and Souls? I did. Yeah, how was that? Um, Because, yeah, that was in between since the last time we talked. How was it? Yeah, so it was good. So it was one of those things where um, because, again, it was 25, uh, 25 people per start time, the, the cones were separated out six, um, six, um, six feet away from each other. Um, so that was really, really good. So it was just well-organized per Atlantic's track club, like, you know, being able to get your, get your bib before you do all that, you get your temperature checked and all that stuff. So it was good. It was through the, the neighborhoods of Tucker. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so definitely some rolling hills that were mm. not expected, but definitely some rolling hills, but it was good. It was good. No yeah. complaints there. That I, Cause I had a five mile run that day and I ran past Tucker cause I went early, like before the sun oh, was okay. up. Um, I ran by Tucker high and I saw that, you know, set up. And as I was coming back, um, the sun was starting to come out. That was a big, that was a pretty good crowd. I was, I wasn't, I was like, okay, it's quite a few people yeah. out there. It was a good crowd, but I missed so many people because of the time staggers. So, yeah. um, but it was, it was good to see. And again, well facilitated, but yeah, I think that it was a really good turnout. And I think people are really missing in-person races. And if they can continue to do a race that is facilitated well, they will. Yeah, most, most definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I missed that one. Heather said she was going to run it, then didn't run it. Yeah, I was uh, like, I asked, I asked Adrian, I was like, where's Heather? She's supposed to be out here. And she said she wasn't. So I was like, oh, this is right up the street from y'all. Yeah, exactly. Cause I would have, I would have definitely, well, I needed five that day. So I was like, yeah, I could have run it and then just got my, you know, my extra two um, that day. But yeah, I, it looked like it was, it was nice. You know, like you said, it, you miss in person races. I mean, even with the time, even though you're not like a, in a big group, it's still nice to be out running, you know, with other people. Right, for sure. So definitely, definitely enjoyed that. Um, well, hopefully the next race that we will be at is Publix. Yes, the next race will be Publix. So it's two weeks out. So we got this weekend and then a the week weekend after half? that is week and a half. Yeah, yeah. I'm only going to get up to 10 miles in my training. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be hitting a 13 miler without having run one in training. So, Which, you know, I, I think usually I will run when I'm training for a half. I'll run at least right. one half during training. Oh, do you? Uh, yeah, usually I do. Usually. Now, of course, marathons I don't, but uh, for a half, I usually will. I usually do at least one 13-mile training run. But but I, it's usually because I'll run that 13-mile maybe two weeks before the actual race, and then I'll you know, kind of taper down uh, before that. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how the, I just hope it's not freezing weather. That's what I'm hoping for. I, I can deal with almost anything else except freezing weather. Yeah, I mean – I just needed to at least be 35. 
35. At least 35. 35 is good. That's a good temperature for it. Yeah. 40 is a good, you know, for, for running miles like that. 35, yeah. 40 is a good, is a good thing. Definitely a but good I temperature. I at least need to be that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we got anything else today or are we good? I think that's it. That's it. Well, then let them know how they can get in touch with you then, India. Yes, you all can check me out at on Instagram at I underscore of, excuse me, underscore Indigo. So that's I of Indigo Runs. Um, and you can also find me on my um, website at milesfromindia.com. Um, and then also on my YouTube channel is Miles From India. You can check me out there. I know we didn't talk about this, but I did a little video with me and Braxton for Valentine's Day. So I did see that cool. dating a runner. Yes, so he did a little question and answer with Braxton. Uh, so he was able to give some tips, not tips. He was able to give some how it is to date me and being a runner and being that he is not really into running. So that was a, a fun watch. So definitely y'all go check that out. Yeah, go check that out. Definitely. I still predict Braxton is going to end up in it. I think he um, If you want to get in touch with me. watch that video, you'll say no. <laughs> he can say what he wants. I still predict eventually he will be a runner. Um, so uh, you can get in touch with me at Thomas W. Mitchell, the number two at gmail.com or tmitch68 on Instagram. And actually, um, real quick, because I went to my Strava. That's what, well, of course, I have a Garmin watch, but it goes to my Strava. And also, my Peloton goes to Strava um, also. So that was kind of cool. I didn't know that. But I actually finally looked at my Strava. There was like 20 people requesting to follow me. So I apologize if you had sent me a friend request on Strava and I didn't. I answered them all. I just didn't, I don't go to that part of it. I just kind of look at my, my stats and, and get off of it. So I apologize for that. And if anybody else, you know, you want to follow me on Strava, please do. Of course, if, I, if you follow me, I'm going to follow you back. Okay. All right, y'all. Find so him we'll on Strava. See what he's doing, y'all. <laughs> see what, so keep, me, keep, me, keep me honest. Keep me honest. Um, so the next time we talk to him, we wouldn't have run yet. Will we? we won't. We yes. won't have run. We will. Yep. Okay. So the next yep, time so we talk we... to him. When we return, it will be on the uh, Thursday, the 4th, um, and we would have just run. So it'll be a week after, so y'all will get all the goods on how we did for the public half marathon. Exactly. So we will talk to you then. Y'all have a good one. Bye.